All right, here we are again on another episode of In Other News. I liked that uh, intro music you had this week. Did you like the intro music? That was somebody should have suggested that six episodes ago. I know. Chat GPT is going to take over. Um, there might be some Chat GPT involved in this week's news stories. This whole episode is actually not Randy and I, really. It is actually AI. <laughs> is it or not? You'll never know. Um, okay, Randy, start us off. What's the weird story this week? Well, I'm going to start with a rant. Oh, sorry, your rant. I forgot. We always do our rants first. So I was in a uh, local fast food establishment, mm. and I'm waiting on my order, and I hear people leaving, and I hear that awful sound of sticky shoes walking. That's the worst. I mean, it just... Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. And you're just like, luckily it was raining outside. So when I left, I was able to walk through puddles. Right. I like intentionally stopped in puddles in the middle of the drive-through line. You got all the sugar off. But I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, where did they get this? And and I and I look down at the at the uh, at the the mat on the floor that I'm standing on. Yeah. And I can see the fibers are like stuck together. <laughs> it was in front of the like drink stand. Yeah. And if and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have that sound when I walk out of here and that feel like your shoes like halfway just slightly coming off before you overcome that force yeah and sure enough when I stepped off of it it was that sound yeah and and so my rant is if if you run a fast food place wash your mats once a month right like I know a lot of businesses have have like a company that comes in and takes their mats and cleans them and drops new ones off every month or like every week or day. Yeah. Uh, I, I would think in a fast food restaurant, it might need to be every day. The one in front of the drink machine. Right. Like. I mean, worst case, uh, you know, I, I don't know, take it out in the bag and spray it or something <laughs> like. Hose it off. Something. I mean, it's, a, I don't know. Uh, granted. I don't go into many fast food restaurants. Yeah. But I was avoiding the drive-thru line. And I paid the price. That's what happens. It does. That would often. never happen in Chick-fil-A. No, it really wouldn't. I would I would never go in Chick-fil-A and, and be walking from one side of the restaurant. You, you're to not going to hear that noise in Chick-fil-A. Never. No. They've never heard it. No. Nope. And maybe, I mean. The day you hear it in Chick-fil-A is when you know Chick-fil-A fell off. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know they were open on Sundays. They started opening on Sundays. And now they got sticky floors. Yep. There's no doubt. Um, I mean, a lot of businesses could learn a lot from Chick-fil-A. No, I think no. we can agree with that. No kidding. Um, so, so my first story. All right. I know that there are people in the world that believe in UFOs and that they have visited Earth. The real Randy. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, there was a TikTok, viral TikTok, which TikToks, we'll, we'll talk about that one day. But um, that could be a rant. Um, they saw these crazy moving lights in the sky, and they're out there recording them, and and their friends are all coming out. Hey, look at this! And I'm sure everybody's standing like with their phone up because that's what people do these days. And they're like, "It's aliens! It's aliens!" Blah blah blah. Call nine one one. Um, it was the Taylor Swift concert. Now, obviously, there's going to be pyrotechnics and lights at a, a, any major concert. Right. But if you live within spitting distance of 
Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Aren't you used to this? I know. It's... <laughs> I mean, but but you're causing a big stir. Now, granted, these people, I mean, that's a story they told. Yeah. Do you think that maybe this was to go viral? And it was all, like, oh. they knew what was going on. Oh, and they just, yeah. Do you think there's a possibility? I don't put it past people. People do anything for a little attention. And this was a realtor. Oh. I mean, you think about it. What does a realtor need? Oh, attention. Yeah. And they need people to view their stuff. Yeah. yeah. So now, I mean, I didn't think about it till we're just sitting right here right. to discuss this story that maybe it was intentional. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. But let's just pretend it's not. Again... So, well, what we've discussed is that it all adds up to this was a hoax on their part, yeah. which most UFO sightings are. And and you, you, and see you saying that, like I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> like you, you you have no proof that most UFO sightings are a hoax. Ninety three percent of all stats are made up anyway. <laughs> Look, I don't even know. I've never know, known how to interpret that. You saying that. <laughs> But you're the stats guy, so I'm just gonna defer to what you say. Well, is that a stat or is it made up? <laughs> That's. But yeah, it, it's just hard for me to comprehend now that we sit and actually, it's funny to to think about. You know, these people really thought this was an alien, a UFO, and but if you live that close to the stadium, right now, number one, you couldn't not know that there was a concert going on. I mean. You should be able to hear the music, but you could see the lights from a further distance away, I guess. I've definitely seen stuff like that. My first thought would not have been that this is, but I don't, I would like to have seen. Like searchlights. Searchlights. Like 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 they used to have them all the time here in town. Yeah. Kind of like the Batman lights. Yeah. And they're automated and they're, you know, people, and they make people want to know what it is. They fall and they drive around town until they get to the the used car lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and 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 then you know it's like oh it's a used car lot oh man that and, was not nearly as exciting as we thought oh no, it was no yeah we we thought batman was gonna be here <laughs> right where's batman <laughs> but but um yeah i don't know it's it, uh it's a weird story uh yeah. i'd like to know what her her following number went to before and after uh this what we have determined is a, a fake, uh, very likely fake, a very likely fake uh, reaction to a UFO video. Um, I'd say, I'd say it's uh, it's greater than it was before. Yeah, probably worth it to a lot of people. Probably. I mean, whatever it takes, man, to get those followers. <laughs> even if it means making up fake news stories. Even if it means starting your own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you got? Okay, so I got a story. This one's pretty interesting. Um, and, you know, it seems like, obviously, AI is just going to keep coming up. But um, this whole situation with uh, AI Drake in the weekend. Tell me about it. Um, so, apparently, AI has uh, taken, captured Drake and the weekend's voices and, and their their styles. Okay. Um. And they have made a song that is... Is it any good? It's a good song. 
No way. It's a good song. I would I would have thought it was Drake. I would have listened. <laughs> I would have been like, hey, what, what album is that? <laughs> so did they publish it? Um, they took it down. So so they obviously did publish it. They well, put it out there to be. It was up for a while, from what I uh-huh. read. I didn't. I don't remember all the details, but it was up for a while. Uh, they took it down because they're concerned about copyright. Um, but but the thing is, like, is it? Well, the the copyright law, from what I read, obviously you can't copy exact work. But this isn't. It's this, not their work. This is their voice and their style, and it's different. Drake and The Weeknd never sang this song or sang these words. So, um, so if they named it uh, "Prank" and "The Weekday," yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it, we, it's probably one hundred percent legal. Right now, it is. I mean, if they, it, they can't use the name Drake and The Weekend, right? But it could be Ryan and Randy. Yeah. Sounds just like Drake and the Weeknd's odd. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, um, two, two things when you told that story, it reminds me of um, number one. I remember reading years ago about um, a robot AI that um, you know was in like an enclosed area, and it taught itself how to break out of the uh, break out of the like fence. An AI did? Yes. That's wild. Yeah. And then so like they like made it like more secure and it broke out of that one too. Wow. And 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 it's like, you know. Yeah. This I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. To think that that, that can happen, but it's also pretty scary. It is. And then I had another story along that line, I forgot. While you're thinking about I forgot. that. Um you and I have kind of talked about this before okay. with where we think AI is going. Mm-hmm. And I saw it um, like pretty well illustrated in a show that we watched called The Mandalorian recently, where it's like a futuristic society. It's, it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And they've got bots that do everything for That's them. That's in the past, right? Is Star Wars set in the past? The opening line says, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay. Well, that's an original Trivial Pursuit question. Is it really? How many years in the future does Star Wars take place? And the answer is, it doesn't take place in the future. It takes place in the past. Oh, so then we, I guess we have to ask the question. <laughs> but well, anyway, it's the whole idea. You know, that, that, that begs the question. Is the future, is the future um, a point on the, like, our timeline? Or is it a certain level of progress within a society? You see what I'm saying? Does that make sense what I'm saying? No. Like cuz the future is now as opposed to when you phrase that question. No, I'm saying like so when we get to the point where we have AI running around doing all this stuff for us, mm-hmm. that's that's our future, right? But it's it's it, well, it, it it's could, in our future. It's in our future. But but it's 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 the Star Wars people's past. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> or it's in our past. Yeah. So it's their present. Yeah. Um, but, but what was I saying? Um, so you and I have talked about this mm-hmm. and it's, we know it seems like the progression is at some point that's going to be the reality. Like we're going to have bots doing every, I mean, assembly line tasks, cleaning houses, cleaning houses. I mean, mowing your yard. I mean, you won't you, drive okay, anywhere, okay, but you know, I mean, it's not AI, but people that are against robots, I'm like, do you have a dishwasher? You have a robot. You have a robot. 
Yeah, you got robots all in your house. That robot has been around since the fifties. Right. And and you know, people don't think about a dishwasher, a washing machine, a dryer as being a robot. Right. But what's the difference in a robot and, and those three? They don't the th- you know what they really don't want? They don't want something that looks like them. Right. Sounds like right. them. They yeah. want ones that'll do the tasks they don't like doing. Right. But um you know, vacuuming, mm-hmm. mopping. They do have ones that'll cut your yard. Um, my, it's really hard for me to comprehend. Now, it, it might could happen that you that you would have a robot that you that humans couldn't like have a kill switch for right. Like, like if it's, I mean, obviously they're going to know like my, like, like our, our, our vacuum cleaners know to go back to its dock to recharge. Would it know to go throw the breaker on the house? If a human went and like, with through the breaker to the whole house, I guess eventually it might. It will. It will. Because but what if it can't do it before its battery dies? So, so the whole thing with AI is like, you know, AI is a combination of, of a bunch of different, um, disciplines like coming together. So it's, you know, programming, it's statistics. But, yeah, the, the like, programming is way the bigger side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eventually what you're going to have is you're going to have a, it's it's how exhaustive is the programming? That's a question. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like every time we run into the next thing, program that in. Every time we run into the next thing, program. And to at what point do we get to the point where it can analyze and say, oh, the breaker's off? Or you see what I'm saying? Right. But what if? But what if? Okay, let's just say. Let's say it's not the breaker. Let's say that it is um, a tornado. There's mm-hmm. no power. Right. How is it going to survive? It, it, it's going to have like, I mean, again, is it going to evolve? Like it works. Is it going to grow solar panels on its outer shell? It works through iterations. Like it works through iterations. Cause the more, the more data that an AI gets, the smarter it gets. I understand. But powering the thing is not data. But what I'm saying is like what it's, what it's eventually going to do. I think is AIs will be taught to self protect and self preserve. And so you will essentially, they will look for vulnerabilities in their own existence and they'll say, Oh, you know, this could happen where a tornado could happen. We could lose power. How do we prepare for that? Right. The breaker could go off in the house. How do we prepare for that? If the breaker goes off, then we trigger this to go to this thing and go turn the breaker back on. You know what I mean? That, that will be it eventually. Yeah. But okay. At the same time, I just don't see how the human wouldn't be able to, Control. I, I feel like I feel like you're concerned about an AI takeover. This well, is what I mean, that's what everybody you know fears, right? Um, you know, if, if these things get loose, yeah, get loose, <laughs> like <laughs> Jurassic Park, right? Right. Um, have you seen? Have you seen? Uh, I think it's called AI with Will Smith. I have not. I or I Robot. You know, I don't watch many movies. Oh, that's right. Okay, it's it's basically that whole kind. I mean, it's, yeah, it's almost. Every yeah science fiction movie 
And the Matrix as well. Ever. Terminator. Yeah, it's every science fiction movie yeah, yeah. ever. Um, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's all going to depend on who's programming the damn thing. Because, you know, that, that's going to be whether But the whole not. idea is that it learns on its own and it, and it evolves. Not through human programming. That's the whole. But but at, I mean, at, there's got to be a point. I mean, it's obviously we're past that, right? Where humans are. Well, it can learn, but in its base programming, it will always, you know, assuming the programmer put this in, mm-hmm. it will always have these protections. You know what I mean? And I heard AI I until heard, it figures out how to override its protections. Like that's the whole. Yeah. The whole. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's that's one of the things to talk about in the iRobot movie where they've got the robot has these three rules. Like one of the first one is like never hurt humans or something right. like that, unless there's like this that happens. You know, right, right, and right. So yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, so you know, I, I'm just wondering. I can't remember where I where I was going with that, but I was wondering how far off are we from? Because I mean, we're. We're headed that direction. I know, you know, within my profession, like, we need to be worried as finance professionals that AI is going to, there's a lot of people going to lose jobs in finance very mm-hmm. soon mm-hmm. over AI. Um, and, like, how, what, what you and I have talked about is eventually what's going to happen is you're going to have um, people that are just completely out of work. There's nothing for them to do because well, they're, they're going to, and, and then there's going to be a special tax. There's going to be a robot tax. Robot tax. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to pay for these people, and all they do is recreational activities, right? Which sounds great, yeah. But I think I think crime is going to be up. I don't know. And look at what happened during the pandemic. Crime go up. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So it's people, pretty, people weren't working. It's going to be yeah, idle hands, as they say. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. Uh, so we went down a rabbit hole there. That was pretty fun, and Randy. Let's do something different this time with right. ChatGPT. How are we going to end? Because AI is scaring me right now. You got me yeah. thinking AI, AI takeover. You don't want it on your computer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Clear browser. It's too late, dude. It's, it's too, too late, late, is it? Yeah. It's locked in. Got to buy a new computer. Um, can you tell us, this is a story I've wanted you to tell us for a long time. Guys, we're going to we're gonna okay. do every once in a while just a random funny story. This is something I really, Randy has told me this a couple times, you know, I know the story. I had him tell me a couple times because it's so funny. I just want to hear him retell it. Right. So I'm going to have him tell you guys about this story. So, um, you know, we talked last week about uh, your rant was um, people knowing more than the GM or knowing more than a professional. Right. And everybody went to school, so everybody knows more than the teacher. Yeah. Right. So it was during the pandemic and we had uh, about half our students at home and half in the classroom. And so I'm teaching an AP statistics class, not the easiest class in the world, not the hardest, but, but pretty, pretty tough class. If if you're not, if you you can't bluff your way through it. No. And so, um, half the kids are at home. So I have to give an electronic version of the test that they take. Um, the, uh, school board policy is I can't uh, mandate them show their face on a camera um, during the pandemic. So I really have no way of knowing who's doing the work or what. So it's chapter, it's the third test. Yeah. And um, it's a second test. And I get a suspicion on this character. Yeah. You know, this is the guy who um, every time I call on him, he doesn't answer. Mm -hmm. 
17 minutes later, he, he unmutes his mic and says, oh, Mr. McClellan, you were, uh, you were looking for me? <laughs> so it's like, okay, go back to your video game. You know, I, I, I know what you're doing. I'm not stupid. And so, um, you know, he makes like a, a 98 on the, on the test. Right. And see, students think teachers are dumb. Mm-hmm. You did. Mm-hmm. I, I did. And so I'm like, okay. My my fly my spidey senses are, are up. Right. So the next test, I don't do anything different. I give a test. And so in the in an AP class, I like to use um questions that the college board have previously asked on an AP exam. Yeah. Well, on the multiple choice, that's no big deal because you know whether you've taught the content or not. But on the free response questions, sometimes there's like four parts. And parts A and B you taught, but parts C and D you did not. Right. So I would um, edit out part C and D. Mm-hmm. So um, this particular problem just had a part C. And so uh, this guy takes it. I'm grading it. And I get to this question. And he's got a perfect answer for part A, like word for word from the, from the college board's uh, answers, <laughs> which is a dead giveaway in itself. Uh, perfect answer for part B. And this son of a gun answered part C that I did not ask. <laughs> I did not ask part C. It was nowhere on the paper. And he answers part C. Oh, man. So then I immediately went to my assistant principals and other teachers and like, right. we're all laughing. Like, <laughs> that's what we do. Like, look at this guy. Look at what this guy did. Yeah. And, uh, so the next test, I uh, it was it was some simple little concept like uh, reading an x and a y coordinate from a graph, mm-hmm. but I moved the point mm-hmm. like ridiculously far away from where it was supposed where the original question had the point. Right. He had the perfect answer to the question I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, yeah. the next part, like it was. Uh, <laughs> Write the equation, and they uh, they had to print out, and they, one number was the slope, the other was the intercept. Why well, switched them? Guess yeah. what? Another perfect answer. Perfect wrong answer. How long did this go on? Weeks? I went on for the rest of the year. Holy smokes. I, well, I take that back. Once I had done that, yeah. the kid got his zero that offset is 98. Right. So I feel like I had one. Yeah. And after that, uh, you'd be surprised how easy it is to write a question that can't be Googled. Yeah. So what I would do is, um, let's say that the college board's question was something to the effect of a, uh, a local school principal wants to do a study, blah, 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 blah. I would type it. I, I would retype the question as uh, Bill Spurlock, director of schools for Rutherford County, um, wants to blah, 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 blah. Right, right. And because I put it at the beginning, the Google search hits on those words more. Yeah. You get Daily News Journal articles about every board meeting that's happened the last <laughs> yeah. three years. And um, so <laughs> needless to say, he didn't do too well on the next test either. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, I got this, I got this. That's and awesome. so, uh, yeah, if you uh, the words you put in first into Google, yeah, you know, one time it was like, uh, you know, uh, Former President Barack Obama, blah, 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 blah. you imagine how many hits there are with, when you put that in? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're never getting to a college board question. And, and 
you'd think at some point they'd have figured out to don't put the first sentence in and they probably would have come up with, yeah. <laughs> probably would have found the question, <laughs> but, right. but this guy, yeah. he, 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 woo. needless to say, he was not back at that school because they revoked his own exemption because of his grades. Wow. Shocker. You know, if you're going to cheat, you got to be smart about it. <laughs> um, this was not an example of that. It, it's one of my favorite stories, though. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, Randy, but that makes me think of a serious question. Okay. You know, for whatever reason, we keep coming back to AI. Okay. I just want to ask this to a teacher. Mm-hmm. You teach what is arguably some of the most complex material that high school students are going to run into. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they get ready to answer some of these questions... Are you concerned about what ChatGPT is going to be able to help these kids with? I'm not. Yeah. Um, here's why. I've always been a firm believer that you have to show me what you know with me sitting in the room mm-hmm. for me to give you a grade. Yeah. When you had me, we, we probably had no homework grades. It, it was probably it was probably all test when I had you. Yeah. Um. And I've I had some principals that didn't like that. Yeah, it's funny in in education. It's uh, don't fail a kid because they don't do their homework, and then they say don't fail a kid. Uh, we need to, we need to make homework worth more so the kids don't fail. Well, those are contradictory, but that's what we hear. We hear stuff like that. Yeah, and so I, I started my homework's ten percent. Well, ten percent's not gonna at the end of at the end of a year. Yeah. It, if you didn't perform on tests and quizzes, the 10% on homework's not going to make a whole lot of difference. Right. And so I do 20% quizzes and 70% still test. But when you take a quiz or test in my class, we put our phones over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you come and you sit down and you do it. Hmm. So if they want to use chat GPT to do their homework. Oh yeah. That makes sense. And they're, they're, they're so smart that they're fooling me. Yeah. Good. Congratulations, you get a 10. <laughs> Good luck. You Good. got a 10. Good luck on the other. So you're great. Yeah. <laughs> 90%. Yeah. You got you know at most you're going to get like 30 on the testing quiz, so you're going to have a 40. Right. Yeah, well, great. Yeah. You're going to repeat the class. Good luck on your ACT, you know? Yeah. And it's very difficult for a 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 year old to understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh but you you do reap what you sow. Yeah. Like uh, so I now in math we're not asking kids to produce research papers. Mm-hmm. We're not asking kids to respond to a story they read, you know? So I, I guess I do have that benefit. Uh, but the other problem is even with math, you know, if there's an app out there, you can hold your phone up to any math problem to work it out and show you the steps. <laughs> this is getting long, but in a future episode, I'll tell a story about, about that app. Okay. But, um, if I look at your homework and I see all the right answers and all the right work, I can only assume that you know how to do it. And I cannot correct misconceptions if I think you're doing everything right and you know everything. Right. And and so it's it's the short-term mentality of I got to do this for a grade and let me get it done quick so I can play my video games or I can TikTok and, and I can show mom that I turned in a homework assignment. Mm-hmm. And, and then I can... Blame the teacher when I fail the test. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Well, good stuff. That was a great episode. Thanks for sharing that. Yep.